0: Real news. Honest and fun political talk weekly on the line, ninety point seven FM. Everybody's been following the Kavanaugh thing, and the accuser has been heating things up. Just today she Mrs. Ford, I'm not gonna call her a doctor, I'm sorry. Mrs. Ford has agreed to testify before the Senate Judiciary Committee and she wants to do it on Thursday, but the committee wants Thursday. Wednesday for you know she she whatever reason that is. Uh, and there's a yearbook of the school, which sort of talks about a lot of things have been going The high school that Kavanaugh and she went to, and it's been completely scrubbed from anywhere on the internet. It's really weird, but people that had obtained it before showed basically that there was a culture of heavy drinking and hookups at this, uh, school. So that's why her story credibility is going way down. So we'll keep trying to follow that, but I don't know how reliable that information is, but it's what I've been hearing. What do you guys think of all this?
1: Well, first, I'd like to go and say, you know, I think these Republicans are being very insensitive to her for wanting to schedule it on Hump Day.
0: <laughs> Great observation.
1: But no, I think that what she's doing, this is a tactic, because if she delays it till like Thursday, I think it'll be like right after the session expires. And I think that's a political maneuver, especially given her political leanings as seen by the fact that she's like, I think a social sciences professor from some heavily leftist uh, university in California. Like this is definitely someone who would uh, want to go and obstruct the current administration and anyone who's on the Supreme Court. So this falls in line with the Democratic plan.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. To yeah. me, it's a total... Uh, you know, just delay of, of the cap. They're trying to push back as far as they can. They're really scraping for dirt. I mean, Feinstein had this leather in July, but now, oh, it's important now after the hearing. Oh my God, I forgot I had this.
2: Yeah, I completely agree with that as well. Um, it's just like, it's almost like what they did with Clarence Thomas when yeah. he was uh being nominated, like right then, like uh, what's her name, Anita Hill.
0: Yeah, Anita Hill. She
2: just, like, accused him of sexual assault, and basically they, like, they like, found out, like, there was no evidence at all. And I think this is a very similar case. They're just doing it to try to delay the process until they – because they think they're going to take over the Senate, so until that happens. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I find it funny that an Anita who's complaining about uh, sexual <laughs> assault. I another I know another famous t- Anita who uh, – Someone from a particular uh, channel, a follower <laughs> of a certain channel on YouTube, likes to talk about but, um, one of our followers. But, yeah, no, I, I don't think it was right when they did that to Clarence Thomas. I don't think it's right what they're doing to Kavanaugh. They're just trying to go and use, like, milkless Me Too movement to go and get political victories, which I think that's wrong. Because mm-hmm, right. like the stuff that happened, like with uh, Harvey Weinstein, that was credible evidence. They had the recording, and he yeah. has been known to be a uh, abuser. And I think it's just started to go and like deteriorate the farther down it goes. And now it's just like a witch hunt. And uh, as long as they have a man, like the Republicans, they're gonna have these accusations because you know just the amount of the people and the political willpowers is there from the left. The only way they could really get around this is if they have like a woman. Like, uh, judge nominee, mm-hmm. but I, I still think it's wrong. And I think we, this needs to be the flat, like the stand that you know, Republicans put up because this needs to end. So it's not even just over here, this will start to spread to other areas of the uh, you know, just in the United States in general, start going to the schools again. Like, you already, see, I mean, the, the level of scrutiny that people face, like men face on campus for you know, hookups. Is just ridiculous, and with this Me Too movement, I have a feeling it's gonna get even worse. So that if you've been born male, you'll have, you know, you basically have no rights when it comes to this. Like your your ability to go and defend yourself is already very limited on campus, and I think this will make it even less so. And yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it's pretty bad, and like he, the thing with Clarence Thomas, I uh, have you know they literally. You know, called this guy every you know, name in the book from rapist to Uncle Tom to all kinds of things it really shows that in my view the left just doesn't care about uh, minorities or doesn't care about anyone that it falls into their special privilege groups as long as they're Republicans as long as they don't agree with what they agree with um, and it's getting worse with Cab. I mean of course Kavanaugh is a straight white Christian male so like they're they're going to love to beat him up uh he's an easy target but the thing is is uh, a lot of these rapists or people that even commit sexual assault have a pattern of doing this it's not like they just touch a girl the wrong way one time or they uh rape somebody you know one time they do it multiple times there's a pattern of abuse a pattern of doing all kinds of terrible things and women that have known Kavanaugh like 65 of them have come out and said this isn't a upstanding man he's a gentleman there's nothing he's ever done bad to us or anybody we know i think this girl was at a party it's just my theory was at a party got drunk uh maybe even kavanaugh got drunk i don't know and you know he was you know bumbling around and maybe you know hit hurt or something and she thinks she remembers him forcing himself onto her but here's the thing, when you're drunk, I wouldn't know because I haven't gotten drunk and I encourage you not to drink, kids. Uh, you don't remember things very well. And what I think she is experiencing, either she's lying or she honestly believes this happened, but it didn't. I think she could have a false memory. It's very possible.
1: Yep. I think it's within the realm of possibilities. And like... Even if he did do the things that they're saying, like he was a kid at the time. So I think that there needs to be like, you know, generally, if you're a kid or you're under the age of 18, you have a different like um, if you do do something wrong, like it will be looked it won't be looked down as like harshly. And I also find it funny, too, because uh, what was it Cory Booker. Yeah, the, uh, leftist he admitted
0: left. to doing some bad stuff.
1: Yeah, he he was admitted to groping, which is, you know, that's pretty bad. I think it was like twice. Like, yeah. I don't know why no one's making a big deal about this. And it's okay for him because he said sorry for it. But like, there is actual evidence of him being a groper. Yeah. and I find it ridiculous that this guy could go and have any sort of political aspirations with being a known documented groper <laughs> versus Kavanaugh, who is a teenager. And, and Cory Booker was a full-blown adult at this point. He knew what he was doing. He wasn't drunk to my knowledge. Uh, even then it doesn't even matter
0: yeah they want to go and
1: give him like the easy way because he's a minority and a democrat versus kavanaugh because he's a straight white male like that's just wrong in my opinion and this it's it's a purely political maneuver and this was uh, the easiest thing they had to go and do i've seen zero evidence i have not seen a police report yet and mm-hmm. I doubt there was actually one out for this because I have a feeling that this did not happen or if it did happen it was not as one-sided as she's making it out to be. Like I don't even think they should go and like let her I, I'm just surprised that they don't even let her go and give her speech because I wouldn't I don't think she has anything uh, useful to go and say about something that happened over 30 years ago with no evidence. I don't know what sort of testimony that could really bring about when you have no evidence and there's multiple people who had back up Kavanaugh before with this uh, incident.
0: Yeah. Uh, Last thing I'll say is that, like, I was at a little round table here at uh, school here, and it was apparently supposed to be about immigration, but we started talking. She, like, when I walked in, the girl that was running the thing was talking about Kavanaugh. And and she's like, I think the FBI, you know, I I want the FBI to do an investigation because they'll find the truth. And once that happens, (laughs) they'll be settled. I'm like, do you realize they're not going to find anything from a cold case from the 80s that. You know, most people can't even recall anything that happened that were there. You're not going to find anything. You're not going to find any evidence. And she went on to say, well... You know, if a, a, well, there, there's going to be a, a consensus of people that said it did happen, and then we'll know, or that it didn't happen, and we'll know. And I thought, well, we already do not have a consensus. We already have people saying it didn't happen. We already have people say it did happen. So an investigation isn't going to prove anything, and it's not really the FBI's job to be investigating this. I just found it rather silly. But what do you? Uh, I'll leave the final word to you guys, and then we'll move on to Mr. Alex's topic.
1: Yeah, I just think this is a completely political maneuver, and it's going to end up dragging this guy through the mud, and like, and there's a good chance he might not get nominated over the sore of event, and I well, hope I he that he I actually he goes will. and takes her to court for character defamation, because this, this isn't right to happen to anybody, to have them like have their name completely tarnished, thrown about, with little to no evidence. This isn't what the United States was found on. We have, we have court systems that can deal with this, and this has not gone to court, to my knowledge. This is a completely baseless accusation, to my knowledge, since I wasn't there. And if this was a big deal, she should have brought up when he was becoming a um, I think he was a district judge, and he worked for a bunch of other offices. Yeah. it's it's just really convenient that it would happen now, and especially like get released right before he's getting like uh, confirmed. Yeah, you know, for this, so it's obviously political maneuver.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, he had a big position before, right? Wasn't he like appointed by Bush to like the Court of Appeals or something?
0: He was Justice Candy's uh, clerk.
2: Yeah, he was he had lots of big times when she could have like done it. She just she only cares now because like the left is in hysteria over Supreme Court and everything mm-hmm. because they think they're just losing seats like in the Supreme Court and they are, but yeah, that's why she's
0: doing it. Yeah, they're in a complete panic, so they're looking for anything and everything they can do. I I find it rather hilarious because yeah. I don't think. Look, you look at Kavanaugh. He feeds the poor. He goes to church every Sunday. He, uh, he's the coach of his I don't know how he
1: churches. <laughs> they don't have very good history with sexual assault. <laughs> yeah, well, it depends if he's well, that would have happened to him. Protestant. I, I think he is Catholic, so there's a little bit of a tradition with that.
0: Yeah, but he uh, he wouldn't be uh, going man, after. Man, yeah. He wouldn't be going after girls though. Nah. That's now,
1: true. now there's some priests who did go after girls I, oh, I saw this yeah. like one article about this like priest who tried like basically a nun harem and He was like banging all these nuns and like some <laughs> kind of, I think he's in like Mexico It was really messed up and uh yeah but either way I don't, I don't think it's he He did it to be honest
0: And you guys wonder why I'm an atheist Uh anyway <laughs> Mr. Alex what is your topic of discussion?
1: All right. So I was actually um, li- I was on Facebook and I saw this uh, group that I have. Uh, I know some friends who are in it. Was a uh, triggered millennials and they actually posted a uh, topic. They're talking about this. <clears throat> Let me go and bring it up real quick. It was the it was by uh, Joshua Prince, who's also known as the gun lawyer on the Pennsylvania Firearm Owners Association. And there's two bills that are going through the Pennsylvania like House right now. And it was house bill 2060 and house bill 2027 and basically this and speaking of it's kind of funny that like this comes right after the kavanaugh things like about accusations but this particular bill has a lot to go and do with um pfas which are protection from abuse orders and that is something like a there's a couple words for it it's it's but like basically you can go and get this on someone like the way you can like get a pfa against you it's like not as uh, hard as like getting an actual court order it's something that people use and like there's no real means to uh get like it's no it's go going like set up and hard to get rid of and basically the way it is now if you do have a protection from abuse order against you you can go and like uh bring, you can go and give your guns to a friend and then wait for the protection from abuse to go and expire if you're like and if it's if it's really a big deal then they'll keep they'll have it go on like indefinitely or they'll keep re-upping it but like for this it'll like make it so you can't give the guns and ammunition to your friends and family and you have 24 hours to get rid of any weapons and ammunition like so if you have like one spare nine millimeter round in your house so you didn't get when you had a pfa issued against you you'll be sent to jail for up to six months it eliminates your ability to go to court and use the third party process to surrender your firearms to a friend or family and then and then this is really ridiculous it forces you to pay a storage fee for each gun kept out of dealer or commercial armory for up to five years what? and that could be really expensive
0: wait so when, wow. when you have to when they say you have to get rid of your guns does that mean you have to sell them and or destroy them or like what can you do with them
1: so you can you used to be able to go and give it to a friend to go and hold on to until you settle yeah. this uh, incident yeah but under the current like uh, the proposed uh, new law you would have to destroy it uh you'd have you'd either have to sell it, destroy it, or like bring it to an armory and they can um they'll like store it for up to five years and they can charge you a fee for that, which would be very expensive oh, okay. if you have more than a few guns. Cause I know like I yeah. have a decent bit and I know people have like 30 guns and just the storage fees on those could be astronomical. And like not rich people, like, you know, this isn't even just for rich people, like your average Joe. Like, my friend's dad, he was by no means rich, but he had over 30 guns. And if he had to go and pay a storage fee for these, th- th- this would be beyond ridiculous.
2: Yeah, it's uh, I think this is dumb and ridiculous because, like, it's very easy to get a PFA against you if someone wants to. Like, mm-hmm. like, you could just basically have an accusation like this thing with Kavanaugh and just say that stuff happened and you want a PFA against the person, and they'll usually do that. Mm -hmm. and it's just wrong that you'd lose your rights for that and I know sometimes like the case is bad but if it's that bad just get it done through the court and have proof and then then they can have their guns taken away but um I also think like I still don't support this bill at all but like you could still just sell your guns to your friend or and like a friend that the government doesn't know they're your friend and then (laughs) buy them from them after um but so, like, it's dumb that the government's even trying to do that because people will get around it, and it's also dumb to begin with because it's so easy to get a PFA
1: yeah, on someone
2: without even any proof.
1: Yeah, it's it's ridiculous, especially in this Me Too era, but um, Bill 227 also expands on that. You buy a gun, give report, and have your gun seized without due process. Then, to challenge this, you must spend thousands of dollars on attorney to go to court and prove your innocence, which goes completely against the American way that you're innocent until proven guilty. And yeah, then yeah. you'll, you could like potentially lose your rights by like people that you knew like two decades ago, like you know Kavanaugh. He could have his right to own a gun completely destroyed with no actual evidence against him. Like this is, this is absolutely ridiculous. And like. No no other, like, law, like, no other rights can you have it, like, stripped the same way you can with the Second Amendment already with the current laws. But this even expands upon it. Like, normally it has to be through the courts or, like, a mental asylum. But for this, it's, like, because what really upsets me about PFA is they have a different burden of proof than a regular court case. And there's, I don't really see any reason for this law to be in place. They already have things where you have to give it to, you, you can't be in possession of it. But, like you can go and give it to someone that you know of. And if they were to give it back to you, knowing that you're not allowed to go and possess a gun, they could be charged for a straw purchase. Mm. But uh, yeah, I, there's no need for this law. And it just makes it harder and lawful gun owners to uh, have guns. And if you really want to, you can always, you know, illegally buy a gun. It's not hard. It's especially, you know, over, over here they have, you know, you could go and like just buy things from a, a person to person. So, yeah. as yeah, definitely, that... and I feel like that's what, what's going to be the next step is to go and ban um, long arm sales without like going through yeah, a private
0: uh, sales. Without
1: yeah, that and background check. I'm against them banning that. Like, I'm against, yeah, me too. I, I like the ability to go and do that because it would really hurt the Amish people, like, honestly, because <laughs> that's how they do most of their business. It wow. would suck,
2: too. Like, what if I just wanted to sell my old shotgun that I don't use anymore to my sister for hunting? She already owns guns. I already own guns. I just want to give it to her. And we'd have to go all the way to a gun shop, pay a $30 transfer fee, pay for the background check, and it's just dumb.
0: I'm going to play that. devil's advocate here. How, what, you know, let's say for all these, like, mentally ill people that obtain guns, but, you know, they're blocked from buying them from stores, They're blocked from buying them legally. Couldn't their dad or somebody that's you know uh, related to them privately sell them a gun, and then they commit their massacre? Like, wouldn't that be a loophole for that happening?
2: Well, I mean, if you're saying it's someone related to them, then that's going to happen whether or not this all is ended. If it's someone like on the street, then hopefully, like, you're supposed to use your discretion when selling it to a private sale. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, the person just would realize that. And I think a lot of gun owners would. They realize when someone's a little wacky and they don't sell it to you. But um, if it's a family member a relative, like that's, you're you're not, like, that wouldn't stop it.
0: Right. Like, yeah, so yeah, that's what so I was thinking. Standing
2: wouldn't stop it, yeah.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, so, I, yeah, I knew vaguely about these current laws because, you know, I've heard of cases where people get their guns taken away because they have these, um, what are they call it again? The, the uh...
1: No. It's a restraining order basically, protection yeah. from abuse.
0: Yeah, protection from abuse. Uh, PFA. Yeah, PFA. PFA yeah. Uh, I've heard that happen before. I think the current laws are fine. I think this is just ridiculous. I really don't understand the point of it. Because uh, like, even if you don't follow through with the uh, PFA, like, it, there's punishment for that. So I don't see the problem with the current laws.
1: Like, honestly, I think PFA's, if anything, they're overreaching. They you need to, because, like, you can have someone, you can have a girl says, oh, he hit me. Like, have you ever seen the movie Gone Girl?
0: Uh, I know yeah. the basic plot.
1: Yeah, like, basically, it was some girl who... Um, she faked
0: <clears throat> her murder. Like, they were
1: involved. Uh, like, I think the the guy wanted to go and, like, divorce his wife or something. And then she, like, went missing and, like, basically tried to frame him for, like, murdering her.
0: Yeah, was, and, or and she like, faked it. Her
1: and like it's really not hard for like someone to go and put up a false accusation these days especially with the me too movement mm-hmm. and i don't think you, they should be able to do that without like affirmative evidence that like beyond a reasonable doubt that you're like a dangerous person because like agree. it's already there's a lot of people go through the cracks and then like not even just that but like the 302 process i think that needs to be revamped because like you can get 302 because like you're at a hospital and they want you to stay an extra day to go and get more insurance money and then they just say oh you know we're gonna 302 you and voluntarily commit you to a regular hospital not even a mental hospital <laughs> and i think that needs to be fixed like we need to go and re- like remove some of these laws not add more to go and make it complicated because like if you try to go and buy a gun you have to fill like a billion pieces of paper
0: mm-hmm. you know honestly
1: like every time like and personally i think if you have like a concealed carry permit they should be able to go and like get a little scanner and they should just like read the code on the back of it and if it's still good and you're still the person they, it, like a little picture with it and if you're the real person you say you are and it says it's still active then you should just go to buy a gun you shouldn't even have to go and pay like a fee that should be covered by the state since it's a right
0: yeah I could understand the fee being waived I would still keep lots of the, the whole bunch of paperwork because it's like you're not buying a gun every day and when you do you know maybe it's a little annoying but it keeps uh, society safer generally but uh, well, any final how- thoughts before we go to break in a few uh- seconds
1: uh, yeah. Well, my question, real quick, is how would that extra paperwork make a difference? so people can just rely on that paperwork. When you could go and have this up for a updated database, because for your um, license to carry a firearm in Penn yeah, carry a firearm in Pennsylvania, it could do it instantly. It could do it cheaper. It would save people money. It would save the state money, and it would be a lot more up to date than the current method.
0: Wait, wait. What do you prefer? do? You mean like you like uh, scan a code, and it would check like in a uh, database to see like your criminal records sound like I'm a little confused on what you're proposing
1: your LTC your license to carry a fire or yeah license to carry. you have to get one of those if you want to carry one and as an option I think they should just like let you scan that card and, and it goes through faster yeah
2: okay. so just yeah.
1: make it instantly instead of like having to fill out a billion in one like piece of paper maybe just one that says you're buying it for yourself and you haven't committed any like felonies
0: Okay, yeah, I, I I would be down for that. I think you know that's where technology comes into play, and make things uh, quicker. It's kind of like the autofill, like for credit card info and all that stuff online. So kind of reminds me of.
2: Yeah, that'd be I that would be cool with that. I mean, obviously, I'd be cool with that. Yeah, you sure would, especially because in my county, it's different in all counties in PA, but in my county, they take forty-five days to do your background check for that uh, for a license to carry. So they are uh, they know enough in my opinion for me to buy 45 guns in
0: well that's a government (laughs) they're slow (laughs) Uh, (laughs) mikey and i had the uh privilege and the esteemed uh opportunity to go to this next gen meeting because we saw these little uh cards that were handed out to people that said fight trump uh gave a room a date and a time and next gen so we're like okay Let's just go and see what they have to say because it's a publicly advertised event in a public room on campus. How hard can it be? How bad can it be? So we go there. We're standing outside of a bunch of other friends that want to go in. And a older man in his like 30s or 40s maybe comes over to us and he says, "Are you guys here for the Next Gen meeting?" And we're like, "Yeah, we're here for that." He goes, "Oh, awesome. That's wonderful. We'll be meeting right here in a few Oh, you guys are from Turning Point, aren't you? Uh, he Because he's noticed a pin on one of our friends that said, Live free. I know, very edgy, controversial statement. And
2: I don't think he was in his 30s and 40s, but sorry to interrupt. <laughs> I think he was like 25.
0: Oh, really? He seemed older than me. Yeah. Th- he just had some, like, you know, ha- I think he had, like, some hair coloring in him. I'm not going to lie. I kinda look- his hair didn't look entirely authentic. But anyway, <laughs> Uh <laughs> we he knows the turning point pin and he, he just kind of he kind of just walked away i think and I, I then we walked over to him and he just starts going into saying like oh this is our meeting you can't come in here we, we don't really want you here this is our meeting we know you guys are going to disrupt us we don't want you here so we kept pushing back some of us split off and had to go to work quote unquote uh And we, uh, Mikey and I stayed there and we were just, just kept arguing with the guy for like five minutes. He just kept saying, you can't come in. This is our meeting. We don't want you disrupting. We don't want you shouting stuff like, no, we're going to go to this meeting. And Mikey literally just says, I'm going in there and just walks in (laughs) and I I was going to go anyway, but Mikey led the charge on that. So I went through, came in, we both sat down and he was following us and everybody's looking at us like we did something wrong which we didn't and he kind of argues with us again says you know you shouldn't you know i don't really want you guys here but uh we're like no we're not going to disrupt we're going to be perfectly respectful we're going to be kind we're not going to say anything we're just here to observe we're not going to disrupt we made it very 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 clear we said it repeatedly he finally conceded said okay i'll let you guys stay Uh, you know, there's some pizza up front. If you want any and you can have it, we're like, oh, that's very nice. He's being nice to us now. And it seemed fine and dandy after that. I didn't have a problem with, you know, for like the next few seconds until they said, okay, we're going to get our meeting started and we're in a computer lab. So we have like these long tables kind of dividing us, maybe three or four of them. And so they're kind of bringing the chairs from it and making a circle on, the, let's say, the right side of one of those tables. So we look at each other like, okay, I think we should move up a little closer. We're not going to go on the right side of the table. We're going to go on the left side. We're going to be on the other side. We're not going to be really in the circle. But we're just going to move a little closer. I mean, what harm can that do? So we move up, and as we're moving our chairs up, this younger guy that appeared to be a college student, and I believe he was the campus coordinator for NextGen, Just starts yelling at us. He says, "Get the f out of here! Get out! We don't want you here. Get out! I I I don't want to deal with you guys. Say, get the f out!" So like, whoa, this guy's a bit angry, and he just keeps yelling at us and telling us to get out. I thought we'd resolve the conflict. I thought everything was gonna be cool, but no. So we're still there, still fighting back, saying we're not gonna disrupt gonna be quiet we're not gonna do anything there's literally just sitting there it's just our presence alone was triggering him uh you know we weren't even doing anything wrong and uh then the older guy starts saying the same things again Of oh you gotta get out of here you i don't want you guys disrupting it's oh you just changed uh your uh ways again and the younger guy eventually sort of compromises to okay you can stay but you have to move back over there and we're like No! Why are we going to move over there? Mikey literally just said, I'm staying here. And I thought, yeah, we have to. I mean, I don't see the point. I literally told him, I said, what difference at this point does it make moving two feet over (laughs) or staying right here? It's literally two feet. It doesn't make any difference. And he eventually, like, yelled at us some more. And then they started the meeting. And... Uh, We just sat there, didn't do a thing, didn't disrupt, didn't say anything offensive, didn't say a word. We didn't even blink out of order. Everything was perfectly fine. All we did was breathe the air. Don't don't forget what they labeled us as right before
2: they started the meeting.
0: Oh, yes. Thank you. And right as that meeting was starting, uh, the older guy, uh, because everybody's kind of looking at us and wondering what we are, he goes, these are the local Nazis. And we both at the same time literally went, whoa. Like, dude, you don't know anything about us. Turning Point literally is against the alt-right, against Nazis. They're pro-freedom, unlike Nazis. And he's just yelling at us the entire time. I'm like, what's this guy doing? I mean, he totally flipped on a dime to, oh, I'll let you into, you guys are local Nazis. We didn't look like Nazis, didn't act like Nazis. If they knew a thing or two about us, like Quarter Asian Mikey here, they would know that Nazis (laughs) hate us and would literally put, we'd be the first in the chambers. But no, no, we're local Nazis apparently. But anyway, I got calmed down. The meeting started. Everything was cool. We didn't say a word, like I said, but at the end of the meeting, we thought, okay, we're going to go up and thank them because, you know, they let us stay. Let's show some respect. Let's show some kindness like like we already have. Uh, and two guys came up to us uh, before that and said, you know, I don't think you guys are Nazis. This whole thing's ridiculous. And you guys seem decent. And we had a nice conversation with nice people. So we go up at the uh, end there. And I think I'll let you tell this part because you had some great personal experience with this.
2: <laughs> yeah um do i sound good yeah you're or fine is, is you, my say voice you sound better okay?
0: yeah
2: all right so yeah we went up to thank them and i went to shake their hand and the the younger guy again just shouts get the f out and we we're like what your meeting's over why can't and he was like yeah the meeting's over get the f out now get out of my face and i was like wow and he was like he then said um you're lucky I'm not working right now. And I laughed and said, why is that? And he said, because I beat the, and his friend cut him off, but we all know what he was going to say after yeah. that. Yeah. And I was just like, oh really? And his friend just kept <laughs> like holding him back. It was very um, hostile. He was being, uh, I think he should lose his job for that, whatever job it was, but you know, I'm not going to report him Yeah, because uh, I'm not a leftist. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, and then uh, they just proceeded to ignore us then um, and start cleaning up. And Sean and I actually were good people and we grabbed their uh, trash to help them and recycled the cardboard and the paper that they actually almost left behind the one cardboard box. (laughs) And we recycled it for them because uh, we're good people and uh, they did not thank us. They uh, did not even make eye contact with us after we did that at all.
0: <laughs> I know. How dare we help save the planet? But then again, next gen's not about saving the planet anymore. They're about oh, we're gonna defund the NRA. Oh, we're gonna uh, get voters out to stop Trump. Uh, I would like to add to. I did some little uh, digging after this, and it turns out the the, the room they booked, because I, I, you know, they have to book this room. Uh, And I thought, what did they call this event? They called it voter registration, which literally they didn't talk about. They didn't have any applications for people to register the vote. They literally just talked about getting out the vote more than anything to stop mean old Trump. Um, And they all seem like full-blown socialists too because they had like Bernie and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez on their slide. And they called ICE uh, 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 child internment camps. So this is the type of people we're dealing with. Yeah.
2: They also admitted they were socialists. Uh, A few of them just said that they just want socialism all over America. So yeah, they're just, they're socialists. And I'm, I feel like they had to say that they were a voter registration event because they were, well, the, the event was also planned and well organized by, according to the like rental room service thing by Planned Parenthood. So they had to use an organization that wasn't even them. And they had to say the event was completely not what it was. I think, they they're probably yeah. just not an official organization at the school and weren't supposed to do that, so that therefore they did stuff to get around it.
1: Um, <clears throat> like I went to mother events uh, a couple years ago and this was actually a little bit less cucky than that was with the C by the way. <laughs> than um what they were last year or a couple years ago during the 2016 elections because they we showed up over there and they refused to have their meeting and they went off to another room to have their meeting and they took away all the free stuff they're going to give out but um i think what you need to go and do you need to show this to campus for like Mm -hmm. talk to them because this was absolutely crazy what they've done they've actually violated university policy by um having like another organization sign up for them and for registering as a voter registration room, which I'm pretty sure could get them uh, in, into some trouble. And given the way they treat you guys, I think they deserve to get into some trouble for that.
0: Hold on one second, my on phone call. Yeah, maybe we, um, maybe we should. Just, oh, you I have a phone call? You, I would just uh, email the station. Um... Or talk
1: All right, yeah. While like, well, he's uh, taking care of the phone call, why don't we go and talk sorry, about man, the? Sure uh, know, but so, like, when you were like, tell me a little about this. So, the person who uh, threatened you don't know what was he? Um, was that the young? Was that the young guy? Or was that the old guy?
2: That was the younger guy who was probably a college student. He was about about my size, uh, but like yeah. like height wise. But um, he was uh, not like stocky like he was like as skinny as sean which people don't know what sean looks like but he was like that size um not a big guy at all Okay. Yeah, so i don't know but, why he was making threats i didn't threaten back or anything um yeah he just he made threats that um he i don't know i don't know why he did that um but
1: yeah i don't know if i, I was there, i would report that to like, the university because that's like you know, making threats out over here and just the whole things They don't deserve, if they're going to be pulling off these, um, you know, incredibly just vulgar and uh, potentially vi- like policy violating stunts not sans- see why they need to be like like given a clean slate because if you had a right way if like turning point had something like this and they acted in that same way it'd be all over the collegiate it'd be all over the news they would uh, have taken off of the penn state like like, uh like register or whatever as a university club and i i think it's like you ought to go and tell someone about the event that happened because like a lot of people like You know, that's that's a very scary sort of thing that happened and they want to go and talk about like, oh, you know, there's a divide on campus. Well, you can see which clubs are um, and organizations are causing to the divide. And They like to blame on the Republican clubs. But I haven't seen a single like at least when I was around. I don't know if things have changed. But like the, the clubs on the right were probably the most welcoming ones that I've seen. And, and of all the like left wing clubs, most of them like the college Democrats are fine. They, they, I, I've never seen them to do anything like this, but like this particular organization I have had experiences with that were quite negative. And this is not something out of the ordinary, at least for my last experience. Cause they want, they like just took up every, all the stuff they're gonna give out. And they said, no, you can't take any of that. And uh, they just like left, which I thought was kind of rude. Like, if we had, yeah. like, if there was a right wing club, I'm sure they would, they'd be fine with uh, people who come from other political areas. Like, I'm pretty sure Turning Point, don't you guys have a couple like uh, people on the left uh, spectrum inside your organization? We do, like, and, some, yeah. Actually, uh, this, and we hand out. Last all...
2: meeting, we had two very liberal Democrat registered feminists come in, and we had a great conversation with them actually.
0: And we hand and out. Did you treat them stuff? like?
2: we hand out all our
0: stuff to uh we hand out all of our like posters and uh stickers to anyone that wants them yeah
2: and yeah we treated them with respect and everything we let them speak just as much as any other member spoke actually and uh it 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 was pretty great i think we actually probably we learned a few things from them one of them was pretty um knowledgeable on laws in europe and stuff and uh Mm, they They probably learned stuff from us, too, I think they said at the end when we left. So, you know, that's that's the goal is to have good debate with the other side, not to kick them out and threaten to fight them.
0: Yeah. And we weren't even there to debate. We were just there to observe. Um, I'm sorry. I was actually just on somebody calling to the radio uh, for the past like five minutes. What were you guys talking about? Like when I um, tuned out there when it was just you you and uh, Mr. Alex going back and forth?
2: Um, we we just, just continued talking about this, and Alex suggested that we report the the guy who threatened us and the club in general. And uh, I think that would be a good idea, but the thing is we don't have proof. Like, we don't have – Yeah. We, we didn't, like, record it or anything. We just, it, we just experienced it, and yeah. they're just going to deny it, and I don't – you know, I feel like the school would take their side. Yeah.
1: That, well, that's true. We like have you witnesses. could at least go and mention it to uh, like campus reform, and uh, like maybe even fire would take this up. And then, like, well, one thing that the Penn State well, you would be able to go and tell them would be the fact that this was registered as voter registration for Planned Parenthood when it was, in fact, another organization. Because that's, like, they wouldn't, like, there's a reason why they did that. Or I say, have just had NextGen hold the meetings. There might be a reason, like, NextGen hasn't did this in their own name.
0: Well, I will say I, I checked on the club's uh, list online. NextGen is not an official club at Penn State. So either, which I think they they definitely used to be. When we were uh, in 2016 during the election, they were definitely a registered club. I don't know if they screwed something up and they aren't a registered club right now because you know, I know some clubs that didn't do that. They didn't go to the <laughs> meetings or do certain things and they were non-official clubs. They'd been suspended for a while. This may have happened to them. I don't know. But if it did, they might come back up in a few days or weeks. I don't know. but to, But Planned Parenthood, is not a club here at Penn State either, I believe. I And if you go on, you can register rooms from non-student organizations, which is what they did. So they got away with that, fine. But the one rule they definitely broke is it says on there, uh, there's a part where it asks, are you bringing food to the event? They put no, but they had pizza there and they had Irving's stuff. And they advertised that they were gonna have food there. So they that's um, you know technically breaking the rules. It would've been funny though if they had Papa John's pizza though. <laughs>
1: i don't think they would do that now, do you have like the poster where they advertise this club do you still have
0: that? Or um, of that mikey do you still have that because you said they hand one to you i have a
1: picture of it uh i don't have the paper anymore
0: i they might be able to find
2: me. i took a picture of it and i threw it away i might be able
0: to find one but... the uh, papers because i think they put a bunch up in the hub here but i'll check i'll probably find one but we do have a picture of it it's pretty funny though <laughs>
1: Just out of curiosity, what did the uh, caller mention?
0: Oh, he was just trying to get in contact with somebody that had to deal with. His, they they don't have online. They don't have they don't list my show for happening at this time. I'm getting them to change that. So he thought that this was that show, and he was calling in to talk to DJ, but obviously he isn't here. But yeah, uh, that was a thing. Uh, so I just I only missed a little bit what you guys were talking about, but he sounded like he. Had some interesting plans uh but yeah that next gen thing was very like i've been into with a, a lot of like crazy experience with leftists especially during the election when i was when somebody threatened to shoot me <laughs>
1: leftist, <of> all people.
0: <laughs> I, know. I know yeah oh it's bad guns. hey i'm gonna shoot you buddy uh like
1: no well see here's the thing no wonder they want to ban guns because leftists with guns they tend to go and shoot people like, just look at, like, the people who are, like, mass shooters. Like, a surprising amount of them have relations to a uh, left-wing, uh, either their parents or whatnot. No wonder they hate guns because leftists with guns just generally, you know, they have negative outcomes. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they should just not buy guns if you're a leftist. How about that? <laughs>
0: There's a good proposition. <laughs> uh, But, yeah, like, nothing's going to top that for me. But this one's pretty up there. I've never been told that you cannot come into this room because we don't like you. I've never been told that. And it's not like I'm a bad person. I've done anything bad. I just showed they didn't know anything about me except I was uh, some curly hair like turning point person. Like there's nothing like intimidating yeah. about me.
2: They wouldn't, even, they wouldn't have even known who we were if it wasn't for uh, our friend having a turning point pin, which, by the way, the turning point pin said live free. Yeah. How can you be mad at that?
0: I know. It's not anything like controversial. (laughs) It's not anything provocative. It's not anything that's mean. It's 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 literally the happiest little thing in the world. Live free.
1: Well, the thing is, when you go into a leftist hug box like echo chamber and you come and have a different idea or just don't go and like agree with them, they realize like it's a cult almost. Yeah, cult. Like, call us to be a like heavy leftist. And that's why they don't like that they don't like dissenting opinions that's why they like ban people who are conservative from their, they try to get them banned from the classrooms and um if they really truly believe like if it was didn't require like all these like leaps of faith and was a rational ideology then they wouldn't have a problem with you showing up to their meetings in my opinion
0: yeah yeah they're very i've known this about the left and it's and people are like oh it's not all leftists i'm like yeah it's not all of them but it's a large percentage of them where they are anti-free speech they don't want to debate they don't want to have anybody that doesn't pass their purity test and they're very just hostile to anything that's different to what they believe like when somebody says like disagrees with me i'm just interested into why because i could be wrong and maybe they're right i don't get all triggered and go oh that's hate speech get out of here you know it's just i find it just so irritating i really do Anything else to say on this uh, matter?
1: Hello? Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you mute your mic? I didn't. Oh, okay. I can hear you now. Okay. Mike.
0: Mikey's laughing. What'd he do? It was just
1: an awkward <laughs> silence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if. Yeah, if Our silences
0: aren't awkward, sir. They're comfortable silences. Uh, any, anything else to say on that before we move on to something short and then we have to pop into the next hour?
1: Um. Yeah. Just personally, I think like Next Gen's one of the weakest like organizations because I saw their Facebook ads before and it was one of the weirdest ones because they couldn't share it. Like every other ad, I'm able to go and share on Facebook except for theirs, and it's just kind of like really funny. It's also more funny they're like targeting me. Like, <laughs> why do you not let me share your ad? I had to go and screenshot to go and show to Sean.
0: Wow, that's pretty stupid because literally the point of. Uh, what they're doing is to sh- get their message to everyone, unless they're in the EU and it's, like, getting banned because of Oracle 13.
1: <laughs> it's just a soy club. Like, it's just, like, the weakest <laughs> of, like, the leftist clubs because I've never seen one who's, who, like, acted like this other than them. Like, the College Democrats aren't this bad. Yeah. I mean, they're pretty, you know, they have their own problems, but they're nothing near the level of just, like, outright animosity and refusal to talk as next-gen climate change or whatever they want to call it, next-gen action. And they keep changing it year after year. It's
0: now next-gen America. Oh, God. <laughs> it's pretty cringe. I mean, I have to say, like, even Mikey and I agreed that, you know, that the, the younger guy that was telling us to get the F out, he was such a soy boy that even I could beat him up. Not saying I should or would, but I'm just saying, if if we were in a fight and stuff went down, like, I would
1: win. You should find him and try to go and like interview him just to go and see if he like attacks you. Yo, it's get him on like, the or show. A GoPro or something.
0: We gotta get him on the show. I gotta find out who he is.
2: I wish I knew his name. I would I would offer to debate him publicly.
0: Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I think I I um I think I know of a way to know his name. And I think I will be able to figure some that out because I w- genuinely would like to have a discussion and not be told that hey I want to beat your friend up. I mean that's just I I I don't get what's wrong with these people where they. Yo, I love how his first really like, uh, uh and yo, know, uh, other than his non creative get the f out, like his second uh, go to was I want if I wasn't on uh, at work I would beat you up like that's that's your second thing to go to I I see how it is. <laughs>
1: It's not surprising. Look at, like, leftist ideology. Look at, like, Stalin and uh, and their sort of ideology, the uh, Antifa. They just want to go and beat up people who disagree with them. They're just a bunch of hooligans. They don't care about their own beliefs. Like, you know, Ascalia Cortez, she has, like, a $5,000 suit. You know, Bernie Sanders has Scaria? multiple houses. Did she just call her As- <laughs> Was it Ascalia Cortez? How <laughs> <laughs> Acacio, right? Ocasio, Alex, it's, my A- bad.
0: it's Alexandria Acacio Cortez, or as Crowder would say, Alexandria Sina, uh What the? Oh God, I'm ruining the joke. Uh, Nina Pinta Santa Maria Cortez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: but either way, they don't even listen to their own ideology. They. Ha- journos try to go and agree with that i saw one that was like oh her wearing this like very expensive suit is uh, just showing like that she's a uh, real socialist because that's like the what? popular thing for socialists to do i'm like no that's that's popular because socialists don't actually believe in socialism
0: yeah you know it would have been great if we had the press at this meeting oh my god they would document all of this
1: well, I mean, you, I mean, this is on the right, well, the uh, which which meeting? I'm, the, uh, uh,
0: next Gen. Like, if they had, like, Collegian there, like, taking pictures and video, that would have been spicy.
1: Oh, they don't want that. They'd hate that. That's why they had, like, reserved under a different name. Because, like, I, I'm yeah. either thinking that they were blacklisted by the university for certain <laughs> things that may have happened. I, I don't know if the scene exists or if there's anything that happened with them, but there's... Because they could have just done under their own name, unless they had like some bad beef with the university. That might need some like digging to figure out what's wrong like with that club.
0: Yeah, we should do a full-on uh, investigation into hashtag Next Gen Gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so we have a few seconds here for next little shebang. Um, I'll just talk about this, uh, which is uh, the FISA declassification. Trump has ordered that. Uh, the, uh, he's ordered for a bunch of FISA documents related to the Russia probe uh, and text messages to be declassified. The reason he's doing it is because there's been obvious corruption and bias in the FBI against him. You look at the FISA courts, which spied on Carter Page, who was a part of the Trump campaign, and probably other people, uh, and I think Paul Manfort too. And uh, the the guy struck that's in the FBI. He was the head of the Clinton investigation. He was part of the Russia probe under... Uh, Bob Mueller, and he has all these texts uh, of anti-Trump bias and literally saying, we will stop it, meaning the Trump presidency. Uh, the guy is totally corrupt. It's Again, we don't know if there's more of these people in the FBI, but I don't think there is. And uh, Trump just wants more these documents declassified, I think, to show the people what's happening, which is a rigged witch hunt against him to try to take down a president. I really think that's what it is. I literally think uh the uh the fake dossier that uh got this fisa warrant to spy on his campaign i think that was a cia operation i know it sounds crazy but i think the cia was involved we already know uh the british were involved a bunch of rpo but i think it was cia
1: i wouldn't be surprised like there's yeah, just an see. amount of like deep state agents within there it's entirely possible and like they mentioned that oh there might be. you know you mentioned that there might be because they're like cockroaches. When you see one crawling through the house, that means there's probably like 100 within the walls.
0: <laughs> yes. Do you have anything on this, Mikey? Yeah. Do you have anything to say about this?
2: <laughs> <laughs> A lot of it like cut out for me, so um, oh. I don't really know what you guys said, so I'm just...
0: Okay. Like,
2: basically, what you did say, though, I agreed with. So, I'll just, I'll just say I agree with what you guys said, and let that one go.
0: (laughs) Sounds good. You always have to only speak for five seconds. (laughs) Oh, we have the little uh, sound. The where is it's the little. Oh yeah. Yeah. Here it is. I I got a little sound doohickey. (laughs) I won't stop. Stop. (laughs) stop clapping <laughs> okay stop please clap <laughs> okay Jeb. <laughs> oh I've got the oh yes well, that's a
1: very offensive one I'm surprised they
2: allowed yeah, that I'm actually very offended
0: yeah are you triggered it bro triggered me. <laughs> are you a triggered millennial <laughs> yes I am no,
2: by no. the way I mean I have no idea anything about that group but I heard it's really great <laughs>
0: are you showing yeah, for them? Like
1: they're pretty cool group.
0: Yeah, I, I. It's not like I've talked to those people or know them or have uh, friends there, but yeah, they seem pretty cool. I hear they they have uh, some viral video on Facebook. We actually talked about a while ago of when uh, their uh, uh, president was kicked out of a March for Our Lives event. That was pretty funny um I'm yeah just... they
1: always kick out people who disagree with them you know it's you know the republican groups very rarely do this but it's only the leftist ones i've seen who kick out dissenting opinions it, it's just like you know maybe it's an echo box they they don't want to have like stray furniture to mess up the acoustics
2: yeah it's pretty uh it's pretty funny when you know you go in there and these kids they say are like they want these kids to be able to vote earlier and everything and you know you go in and they told us told the president i mean told the president of trigger millennials didn't tell us i don't know who us is um they told him <laughs> that he couldn't ask any uh hard questions because they're just kids what's the quote
0: oh my god they're just kids but we're bussing them around the whole country to advocate for gun control
1: but they're just kids Wow, that's generally yeah, you want them to be able to vote, but you don't want them to be able to be asked hard questions yeah. that, that doesn't sound right to me and then they want to go make it say so to be 25 to own a gun, but like sixteen to vote. How does that make any sense?
0: Yeah, totally
1: yep. if think-
2: anything, it should be eighteen to own all guns and 25 to vote. If anything make the voting age higher
1: <laughs> yeah i agree with that i think it does need to be higher because people don't pay attention to like anything like i i honestly you know like 18 year old I me mean, i just wrote republican name but like a lot of 18 year olds they just see ooh, who's gonna offer free college who's gonna like make like baby me until i'm in in, in like my mid-20s i That's only I,
0: I only disagree with that because then i wouldn't have been able to vote for daddy the first time around but uh I've... yeah same <laughs>
2: yeah today today was a beautiful day i I mean I'm I just saying it because the weather thing <laughs> and tomorrow sounds nice too
1: yes it is bad I'm looking at some houses today
0: oh yeah
2: you buy one
1: uh not yet I'm looking to buy one because like they just keep tracking up the rates over at my apartment complex it's pretty bad. What wow. is that noise?
0: <laughs> wah, wah,
1: wah. Oh. oh, that's what it was. It like cut out and sound like some guy like farting into it like a flute. <laughs> anyway. Uh, what is our topic?
0: Yeah. Uh our topic is not House Hunters uh Alex edition. Um What do we have here? We have uh oh yeah, we have a uh, Three more topics we have to talk about here. We'll start with Mr. Rosenstein. Uh, The New York Times has a report out that Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein supposedly, quote, suggested last year that he secretly record President Trump in the White House to expose the chaos consuming the administration. And he discussed recruiting cabinet members to invoke the 25th Amendment to remove Trump from office for being unfit. Some said he uh, proposed putting a wire on himself, and they said that that was sarcastic. But he followed up with that by talking about secretly recording Trump. So, who leaked it? Is it legit? Is the New York Times lying? I don't know, but my opinion is that no matter what happens, this is a win-win for Trump. Because now he fully... Rosenstein fully proves what Trump said, which is there's a deep state that's trying to remove him from office. He literally proves that with this. Uh, you know, it just goes more into Trump's hand, and at the same time, I flowed the theory immediately when I saw this that Trump leaked this to New York Times to justify firing Rosenstein. Does did it actually happen, or uh, you know, did he get somebody else leaked from? It? I don't know, but I think that'd be a, a great 5D chess move by the master Trump, yeah.
1: I think, yeah, <laughs> uh, I think there's definitely uh, some, you know, deep state collusion against Trump going on. And uh, with Rosenstein, I did look, I saw that article. It's just like really disturbing that you'd even float that idea, like to go and like wire Trump. Like, you know, you're, you're going up against the president of the United States. Like what I think Trump is going to go and do is just like fire a bunch of people from the FBI and just like hire them to go and like attack leakers, like look for them and like boot them.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The leakers are a problem. They're still a problem. They were worse before. But uh, I, the, just the more you like this also comes like right after that New York Times op-ed, which I think the timing of that's interesting that uh, which I think was John Huntsman that wrote that basically said that we've talked about invoking the 25th Amendment. I mean, this is kind of normal in a job sense because there's a lot, you know, employees always think they know better than their boss and that sort of cultures there but when you hear in a white house that's concerning that it's not concerning in the sense that oh trump's crazy he's not crazy anybody that makes 10 billion dollars is not stupid and not crazy i mean maybe they could be crazy but they're not stupid i i really can't stand when people say that oh trump is stupid there's no way this guy can be dumb he's you know probably smarter than most of us is he an einstein no but he doesn't have to be uh, at the same time, I think it is concerning that there's this significant effort by the deep state to remove a duly elected sitting president. I mean, that is insane.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's just ridiculous what what's it's come to it at this point. Like, if this happened to Obama, people would be their like heads would be rolling, metaphorically speaking. Yeah. But because it's Trump and he's a straight white man and enemy of the left everyone's okay with this like they should be investigating this more than they're investigating this like fake news russia investigation yeah yeah
0: totally agree yeah
1: i mean that's basically everything
0: uh
2: i believe too that yeah definitely i definitely believe that there is a deep state trying to get rid of him and uh i think it's just going to get worse um if Uh, More people from the left take over the house. So, uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. I think anybody that... yeah, I'll just say this real quick now. Let you go, Alex. Uh, I think it's just ridiculous when anybody says that there isn't a deep state because literally after the New York Times article that pr- literally people from the deep state saying there is one. They said, "Oh, it's not a deep state; it's a steady state." Oh, come on! <laughs> say, you stop being morally condescending with this. Um, it's it's 100 real. It's been around since probably the creation of the CIA. I'd say. I mean, there's always been this effort to you know overthrow a president with people that disagree with him. I mean, this isn't like a big secret. This is something that has been happening for years. It's just under Trump, he's triggered a lot of actors to come out of the woodworks because he's trying to dismantle this precious little cabal they've had for so long. He's trying to drain the swamp and get rid of all corruption, and they don't like it, so they're fighting back.
1: Yeah, like, I think one of the reasons would be that, like, Trump's probably the only one of, like, the Republicans, like, since the creation of, like, uh what was that grove called? The really weird Bohemian one that Alex grove. Jones, like, crashed.
0: Bohemian um, Grove. What grove? Bohemian Grove.
1: Uh, you keep cutting out.
0: Really? Bohemian Bohemian Grove. grove.
1: Oh, Bohemian Grove. Yeah. Yeah, I think, it, like, I don't think Trump went to that. And, like, every single Republican before him has. And I not. could see that as being like partially, you know, cause for this. And the fact that he's like just against the establishment so much, they just want him out. Like both sides are uniting to go and destroy Trump, which is really just, you know, if, and in the words of the leftists, this is deplorable what they're <laughs> doing. And honestly it is. Like, yeah. You know, if, if I can go in and reappropriate their words against them.
0: Yeah, I'll drop a red pill here on Bohemian Grove. Uh, Mr. Alex is right. If you look at pictures from Bohemian Grove, there's one that has Richard Nixon, uh, Jimmy Carter, and I believe Ronald Reagan all in the same picture. Uh, Henry Kissinger has been to Bohemian Grove. The Bushes have been to Bohemian Grove. Maybe not Jeb. He's a little yeah, – maybe he's not up to that. Um, but <laughs> Donald Trump has not been to Bohemian Grove at all. He's for real. He's not one of the elite globalists that's trying to um, – uh, control things for their little world he's honestly for real and for the people that's why i love him because uh, there's not many like that and he's one of them is he flawed yes but so is everyone especially if you're gonna be rich and famous like that you're gonna have some flaws but he's for real and you know there the 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 bohemian Grove stuff like that was a big one for me when i found out about that because i had no clue about it like a year ago and it's something else people you gotta look that up look up bohemian Grove. look up bilderberg look up uh masons and you'll find some other stuff too but there are uh a lot of secret gatherings by the elite in uh, not just politics but in the tech industry and all these other sort of just elite circles. They come together and p- people are like, oh, it's just, you know, they're just partying. They're not doing anything. Uh, but come on. I mean, I, I really, Bohemian Grow is just a frat for rich, spoiled big boys, but it's still, you know, it's a time for them to do their, you know, still uh, exercise their sort of college years. But when you have a bunch of rich people and powerful people in the same place, You don't think they're going to talk about some stuff and, like, form some plans or make some deals? Like, you don't think that's not going to happen? Yeah, that's how I look at it. No,
2: they're just going to talk about the weather.
0: Oh, yeah, they're going to talk about how nice California is. Like, oh, look at this beautiful sun. You know, it's, yeah, I mean, exactly. That's why the conspiracies happened. That's why Alex Jones infiltrated it, you know, which was awesome. Uh, but that stuff just fascinates me because it's, it's got that creepy sort of uh, cult underground feel to it. we have some at Penn State. Let's drop some red pills here, too. We have some secret societies at Penn State. There's one. I've, I think Skull and Bones is one of them. Uh, and there's another one that I know Joe Paterno was a part of. And they meet in Old Main in a room that is not on the map. (laughs) That's how secretive they keep it. And there was a story in the underground. Yeah, I'm going to plug the underground on Real News. Shocking, (laughs) right? (laughs) Uh, Were they had an account of a girl that was like taken into a car blindfolded and taken to this uh open field like in the middle of nowhere and, like all these guys came out like chanting something her name and chanting they chanting her name yeah they were chanting her name and they formed a circle around her and they were trying to initiate her into the club and I, the secret <laughs> society like it's some weird stuff
2: i think it was called parme noir or something parme something that's I the name of that us. one
0: yeah you might be right um but if, if anybody's interested, just Google Secret Societies, The Underground. It'll probably be the first thing that pops up. It's some interesting stuff. I mean, I, I, I'm I genuinely curious, like, what they do, how much influence they have. Because if they have Joe pa in it, like, they, they definitely have some – they probably have a UPUA in it if they have not been uh, – you know, if they turn down their invitation. They've definitely been invited. And I bet UPUA has their members in it it's probably just it's it's probably like bohemian grove at the penn state level it's probably like something like that
1: yeah I be surprised. it's uh
2: it's called parmi new and it was it means among us in french oh wow but yeah that that was one of the ones and uh the skull and bones was another one but apparently there's like more than that
0: oh yeah i believe it it's just it's hard to figure out when these things meet, where they meet, and getting into them. They're very, very secretive. Yeah.
1: That's a point to a secret society. It wouldn't be secret if they had an open house, you know.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's just spooky. Uh, any more um things to say about secret societies, or do we want to move on?
1: Uh, yeah, I think it, like so I know what I read. Like I looked into. And I think when UPUA who remembers like when asked about, they got all defensive. Oh Honestly, yeah. I think it's like this—this this like secret like group of power players within uh, Penn State's like uh, student like population. They probably just go and like help each other out. I don't think the ones at Penn State like at least the least—the ones that are public, like this, the uh, Parmesan and the other one. I don't think they're particularly worrisome oh, but like I know the actual skull blends in and at like Harvard they had like two presidents who went to who were involved with that like I think wow. one, of, one or both of the Bushes and like John Kerry or something was in it too so like when it actually came to like the Bush versus Kerry both were members of this secret society and I think those ones are a lot more nefarious I love how and, you called one of them Parmesan Parmesan <laughs> yeah. and they probably uh I don't know they're probably just as cheesy in there <laughs> <laughs> uh oh wait 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 q q q it <laughs> uh, yeah. isn't
2: there isn't there but um uh that would have been the correct one
0: Uh, i think,
2: think missed, there is we missed the moment yeah, we missed it. Yeah,
0: yep, forget, never happened. Uh, but yeah, that was the other thing I've got to mention was when somebody brought up to the UPA, they got really triggered and really defensive. I was like, "Ooh, you're showing your power level a bit there, guys." Uh, you know, I just, I, I'm, I'm interested in those things. Like, I, I, I wanted to do a story on for my journalism class, but you know, it's kind of hard to do in a secret society because it's kind of secret. Uh, but anywho. Uh, Did we talk about Tommy? No, we didn't. Uh, Tommy Robinson is in the headlines again because he put out a video on his YouTube and Facebook, which I all encourage you to watch, where he talks about that he's going to be going back to jail probably on Thursday. And as in probably, he will be because there were a bunch of charges added to his retrial after he was thrown in jail a few uh, months ago over the summer uh, for, quote, breaching the peace when he was doing a live stream talking about a Muslim grooming gang that was on trial and he was thrown in jail for that. It was a kangaroo court. Even the judge said it was. And so they said, okay, we're going to do a retrial uh, in a few months. So fine. Yeah. He's free now. But in the retrial, that's one of the charges they added. They added it uh, because I forget what the charge is called, but basically they're charging him for calling the rape gang Muslims. Literally for stating a public fact is a charge in Britain, and it, and his lawyers told him that if he apologizes, he might and probably will be let off and won't go to jail. But Tommy is saying, nope, uh, I'm gonna, I'm not apologizing for stating the facts, for telling the truth. And the judge in the retrial is the same judge that is the prosecutor that put him in jail. So do you think this is going to be a fair trial? No.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think uh, you, you know the United Kingdom up by beyond redemption they're like a third world country and i think it's up for the people at this point they need to go like full 1776 again and just like you know <laughs> revolt execute like, have a bunch order. of guys 76. go up to the trial and just like start like yelling and stuff and getting kicked out like maybe something will happen execute i do it's not the united states 76. this wouldn't fly over here and i think that they need to go and like actually act out and like chant and do so or like have more protests I don't really know what they can do at this point. Because they don't have a Second Amendment; like they're kind of yeah. messed up.
0: Yeah, and they need to execute 17, order 1776 real quick. This is pretty bad. Uh, it's a total injustice. Nobody in the mainstream media is talking about, it, and when they do, they only talk about it for a few seconds. And Tucker had him on on Fox for an interview at when he got freed, and it was the worst interview ever. He was only on for like seven minutes. He didn't let him talk much. He interrupted him like Tucker, like stop being, you know, a terrible interviewer. <laughs> Any words from yeah,
1: definitely, man. Like between that and the uh, who was uh, Count, Count Dankula, uh, you know, the United Kingdom, they definitely need to go and figure out how to uh, hold fair and free trials. So it's really hard in a country without a constitution. Yeah, like the United Kingdom has no constitution. They have what they call living constitution, which is basically just precedence. and yeah. they have no free yeah. speech at the moment. And like, I'm just glad I'm not a UK citizen. Like, they're they're just gone.
2: Oh yeah, I thank my, I like I I I thank, um, everything like God and the universe every day that I was born an American. So
0: yeah, I'm
2: because like we are the freest country on this earth. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I could not imagine living Seems. anywhere else at this point. I oh, yeah. like some other like Poland, I think is starting to get a little bit better, but they still have a lot of issues. But even then, they they don't compare.
0: Yeah, like, yeah. I, I always tell people, like, when they're, I always say America is the best country in the world, and I'm so proud to be in it. And people always go, Why? You know, we have, we only have problems. I mean, Canada is so much better, aren't they? I'm like, No, you guys have no. Justin, you know, Justin from Canada. Uh, America to me is the best country in the world, not only for the prosperity and the culture we have, but really because it's the only country in the world that was founded on the, pr- the principles, um, that are ingrained in our constitution of freedom um, and the pursuit of happiness, really. I mean, those two big, you know, life, they always say life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, but I guess you, I mean, it boils down to just freedom in the end, and to have that ingrained in your society and be guaranteed to you is really special, and we are the freest country in the world. I mean, there are some countries that are close, but there's a lot of countries with hate speech laws, a lot of countries with uh, a lot of restrictions on free speech and freedom of the press, but we don't have that here for the, you know, most part, uh, it's it truly is amazing. I love it.
1: Yeah, And uh, I mm-hmm. just wish that the United like I think at some point the United States was freer than it currently is. But like right now, it's still pretty good. But I think there's still some work to be done. Definitely.
0: Yep, Peru. Um, so we'll talk about our last story and then we'll go to break and maybe we'll come back. I don't know. We'll see. But PayPal has banned InfoWars from using their payment service for violating company policy by, quote, promoting hate and discriminatory intolerance against certain communities and religions. Uh, Paul Joseph Watson, who works for InfoWars and has a very popular YouTube channel, said, I quote, Off record, InfoWars was told that criticism of Islam and opposition to transgenderism being taught to children in schools were two of the examples of hate. Uh, yeah, so apparently telling people that it's probably not a good idea to have trannies teaching your kids in school is hate. Uh, and he was that was the uh, I remember that story. It was when they had like these like trannies dressed up as like these drag queens with these like really like disgusting outfits, like reading stories to kids. Uh, I remember when they did that, and I think that's what they're referring to. But this comes coincidentally after Right Wing Watch, who is owned by George Sor. Uh, Oh, by, I just the notes here. He's basically owned by George Soros, but he's uh, the the Right Wing Watch uh, outlet is owned by uh, People for the American Way, which is funded by George Soros's Open Society, and they published an article demanding that PayPal ban Infowars for quote obvious terms of service violations. That was the headline, and. Jeff Bezos' Washington Post also had a headline that said, quote, as Alex Jones rails against big tech, his InfoWars stores still thrive online, unquote. So big media is trying to ban their competition. They're trying to shut them down with every way they can, because Alex Jones at one point had more subscribers than CNN not too long ago. So they're trying everything. I mean, he's already been banned from everything on the Internet except um, his website and real.video and a few and gab um but he really just has his website and his radio show so what are they going to do next they're going to keep going they're not going to stop they're going to go after his domain next i joked and kind of seriously said well what are they going to do go after his uh, store now and they did so next i would say they're going to go after his domain they might go after his credit cards or other um companies that you can uh pay through the InfoWars store. But they're gonna go after his domain next. That's what I'm betting on. And then they'll probably try to revoke his FCC license um, next, to, Or serious, I don't know what license he's using, but they're gonna go after his domain and his radio show.
2: Yeah, it's it's kind of a scary world when like every single thing is run like electronically by a company, and that company is usually for whatever reason leftist, and they just they can just silence whoever they want if they really want to and if if they want to band together like uh paypal wouldn't have done it if uh the social medias didn't kick them off and um yeah so one one company finally gets brave enough to do it and all the companies will follow suit yeah and it's just it's kind of a scary place because you you really are limiting freedom of speech and uh, it's not even like it's hate speech it's just they disagree with it like it's not like they're banning Richard Spencer for hate speech, which also I would not support, but like at least they would make a tiny bit more sense than banning Alex Jones. Like he's just kind of a meme. He (laughs) just jokes. And I mean, I don't think he's, I don't think he thinks he's joking, but like, I don't think there's any harm that Alex Jones causes. And I don't understand why, um, every, like, like you said, they could just go after anything next. Yeah, they're going to.
0: Yeah, but my private company can do whatever it wants, right?
1: Oh, that's I don't agree with that. Like, and honestly, I think if they didn't Jones, like he wouldn't be doing nearly as like good as he's doing now. Because like he's, they're basically proving him right. Because yeah. he said there's like this uh, big collusion with big tech, and they're trying again to again silence him, and you cannot. If they wouldn't have done anything, he would have just been like floating hot air. But like now, they're actually proving Alex Jones right, whether or not (laughs) they like realize that or not. And I, I think that's a big thing. And like honestly, though, I said this months ago, and it was, it was like I think maybe a year ago, they banned. Like, they did the same thing to Andrew Anglin. No one cared because he was a neo-Nazi, mm. which he is. But like, they still shouldn't go and do that to someone for their freedom of speech. He was, you know, Alex Jones. He's not the most savory character, but I wouldn't call him in the, in the same little in the same circles yeah as uh, someone like andrew Anglin. but what what they're doing now it's going to keep going and it's not going to just be alex jones it's going to start becoming more like moderate people and eventually you know fox news is going to be banned and i think we need to go and have a stand now and uh, implement laws so that you know social media companies can't do this and definitely payment providers i think that's ridiculous like i think paypal needs to be um taken to court because they're like they have a significant market share in um Like online payment processing, and they have like a. I think they're the ones who uh, PayPal use exclusively. I think that they need to be like taken to court over that because that's like monopolistic practices and a refusal to deal, which is part, which is a violation under the uh, Sherman Antitrust Act. And like, if Jeff Sessions actually did his job, I think (laughs) we would see these companies start to go down or change uh, their tune because this is. Yeah. This is ridiculous.
2: Because I, I def I believe that uh, companies can do whatever they want, but this is this is different because these are monopolies. They don't have like yeah. there's not a good free market. Um, there's not free market capitalism when it comes to new technology like this because the government puts so many regulations on what you can do that it's hard to have another company start up and be as popular as these and some have tried but they fail Um, so when it comes to monopolies uh, I really like that's where I kind of draw the line because that's what I'm okay with government preventing so that's when I'm like If you're a monopoly and there's no other really good competitor to PayPal and stuff, then the government can tell you, even though you're a private company, since you're a monopoly and you're the only one, then you're basically a public service because everyone needs you or a lot of people need you. So therefore, the government can give them a bill of rights or something and say that they can't discriminate their customers based on speech or religion or any of that stuff. Yeah, I I totally agree. Yeah, it's a different story.
1: Yeah, you know, like here's my philosophy with that. If if the if the garment mess hurts you, like they uh, you know bring you over, or if the uh, private industry like screws you over, then there's a it doesn't really matter, doesn't. Like if, if you're so getting messed up.
0: Yeah, I I, I yeah. know. I like. I'm pretty much in agreement with what Mikey just said. Where you got like, because people keep making the. Pri- it's funny when the left is now making the "more private companies" argument. <laughs> like you guys don't make that with the Christian Baker, do you? Uh, so I see it as like Mikey said, they're, they're monopolies. You have Facebook, you have Twitter, and that's it. You now Google Plus is nobody uses it it's for poor people. No, I mean the other alternative maybe is Snapchat, but that doesn't really count. Yeah, you know, it's kind of different. So yeah, it, it's just like, Facebook. honestly
2: with Snapchat and Google Plus, I'm okay with them doing that because they're not really monopolies. Yeah. Um, like there's because then you can go to other things, but Facebook, Twitter, and PayPal are definitely monopolies, and they shouldn't be able to do that then because there's no competition.
0: Well, yeah, it's because no, it's fine. It's it's fine. I like when people interrupt me, uh, except during. That's <laughs> a beta
1: personality <laughs> I didn't yeah.
0: mean it that way. <laughs> i i I was gonna make a joke but you ruined it because i was gonna say i like when people interrupt me except when i'm in the bedroom uh but um so it's not be able to
1: interrupt you too much with that i knew you were gonna say
0: that yeah i was leading you to have i was giving you guys material uh with my joke uh what i was trying to say until i got really interrupted (laughs) was that uh when you're you know when you're facebook and twitter these are the only public forums online available to get your message out i mean everybody's on those platforms nobody's on gab or minds except some right-wing people i mean that's really it uh and when you have that platform there in, as a monopoly there is a responsibility that you have to be held to and it's not a free market it really is and the idea that i mean private companies should be able to do whatever they want within certain restriction like monopoly laws i think are fully justified but i you got to remember they really aren't private companies you know they really can't do whatever they want because like what if facebook just said we're not going to hire uh black people well they're not allowed to do that they have to you know if they put discriminatory laws in, they'd be stopped from that so they really can't do anything they want as the left tries to now frame it as uh but you know that's just my devil's advocate to their devil's advocate
1: yeah, I, I agree. That's my problem with libertarians is they'll like completely ignore the fact that we live in a regulation, like everything's regulated, like they want you to yeah. basically reinvent the internet, like for gab and like for all this other stuff. You, it's not just like one thing that can reinvent you have to like make your own smart and make your own smartphone operating systems and all this like things just to go and have a like a like a website like that's or an application. That's ridiculous, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know. I that's the problem I have with libertarianism that It's generally just very idealistic and not realistic. Uh I mean it, the principles sound great, but when you apply it to the real world it doesn't work. And that's a good example like monopolies and the free market stuff. Uh but I'm generally pro free market. It's just there's we're regulated to a certain extent. I mean everything's a balance in life. It's not absolute. Uh but
2: Yeah, I don't think that uh I don't know, I don't think that's fully like like I would say, only fifty percent of libertarians are those kinds of libertarians. Yeah, but that's I like, think more people, like fifty percent of the people who call themselves libertarians, would agree that monopoly, like in like uh, interference, like the government interfering to stop monopolies or prevent them, uh, libertarians agree with generally.
0: Yeah, I don't know. because
2: like, like at I, least fifty percent.
0: It might be because like I I see some of them online that literally argue like. Yeah, that Facebook and Twitter shouldn't be regulated because of this, and that monopolies like should be allowed. I'm like, ah, no. Well, to be
2: fair, most conservatives online, if you go on Facebook, are boomers who are (laughs) like kill someone, or they're like the kill your local drug dealer type people, (laughs) and kill people who smoke pot. So, like, there's they give us a bad, like they give conservatives a bad look. There's libertarians online who give libertarians a bad look, and
0: Mm, that's just
2: how it is. You can't really go by what's online.
0: I'll continue this in a second. I need to go to a quick break, and then we'll continue this because this is some good convo.
1: All right tired to your friends making fun of your terrible music taste. Listen to Motown Mornings on the line, 90.7 FM, from 6 to 9 every morning. Al Green, Marvin Gaye, Teddy Pendergrass, the best of Motown delivered straight to your home without you having to have any sort of knowledge whatsoever about Motown. Impress your friends, impress your enemies. They'll never know the difference. Motown Mornings on the line, 90.7 FM. Want to listen to a show that brought personal issues and topics to the airwaves? But what about live mixes from some of the hottest DJs around? Well, the Daily Special is your secret sauce for spicy beats and juicy conversation. Join me, Special K Late Nights from 9 to 10 on the line 90.7 FM. Do you want to see J. Cole and Young Bug perform live at the Bryce Jordan Center next Friday? the lion 90.7 has two more ticket pairs that we are giving away on the air tune in tuesday and thursday afternoons at three o'clock for details on how to call in and hi i'm jeremy schaap you may know me from espn's outside lines and sports center what you probably don't know is that i've suffered from crohn's disease for almost 20 years The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America's Take Steps, Be Heard walk program is the largest national walk program dedicated to raising funds and awareness to combat Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. To learn more about how you can help and to find a walk site near you, please visit www.cctakesteps.org.
0: This is a Bicycle Safety Minute brought to you by the State College Bicycle Ambassadors. Riding a bike is a ton of fun, but safety is critical. After age 12, you don't have to wear a helmet, but accidents affect bicyclists of all ages. Bicycle helmets prevent 60% of fatal bicycle-related head injuries and 85% of non-fatal head injuries. This is your head in a helmet. Happy slappy. This is your head without a helmet.
1: Uh oh.
0: Wear a helmet. You
1: betcha. This is 2012 Sports Blitz alum Dan Zakshewski coming at you. You're listening to The Lion 90.7 FM. Jesus tap dancing Christ, is this thing ever going to end? Back to the music in 30 seconds on The Lion 90.7 FM.
0: Mm-hmm. We are back. Um, huh. I did
2: <laughs> not know my head that didn't wear a bicycle helmet made those noises. <laughs>
0: dude I, I don't wear a helmet around here I'm breaking these uh, PSA's uh, advised rules uh, but yeah it's I saw cycling I was like this is appropriate for my show I love cyclists I just love them so much given uh, your
1: history with uh, bicycles and otherwise you should probably wear a helmet
2: <laughs> yeah you should definitely wear a helmet while biking and driving cars because sometimes things happen with that <laughs>
0: Now I'm gonna cry. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not. See, the thing with the bike is like, I—it's not my fault. It's other people's fault. Like,
1: but what, what they're—oh, okay.
0: <laughs> no, with cars, no. no it's not my no. fault. I
1: drink the, the alcohol bottles. No, so, that's it's the advertisements.
0: That's not a fair comparison. That's a false equivalency. With the car, it's a hundred percent my fault both times, and I feel terrible for it. But on the bike. <laughs> On the bike.
2: Does the radio uh, viewers know about that?
0: No, and they don't need to, or I'm muting your butt. Um, (laughs) Wait, I can't. (laughs) You'll make me feel bad if I do it. Um, (laughs) The thing with the bike for the... I'll explain better because I was trying to text them. That's always difficult. So I was riding to get my flu shot to be a good upstanding citizen so I wouldn't be infecting others with the flu. So I was going to get my free flu shot because I'm poor peoples and I'm riding down... The sidewalk that's on, uh like right by right where the Allen Street Gates is on. I, they call it Allen Street Gates, but it's really College Ave, but I think Allen Street starts there. But, anyways, it's College Ave. I'm on the sidewalk on the school side, getting like right close to the Allen Street Gates. And I see these boomers, first of all, booming away on these drums. Like it was like literally boomers were booming. <laughs> like boop, 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 boop.
1: Sounds huh? like Dr. Seuss. <laughs>
0: That's uh, okay. That's one way to look at it. Um, so I'm, I'm riding my bike down. I'm not going fast. I don't have any music on. I'm well aware of my surroundings and I'm taking it easy because it's a busy sidewalk and it's a little cramped. And I see this kid that's like climbing the ledge that's there and he's not, he's not really on top of it. He's kind of just hanging on it. And I'm like, oh, this kid's going to, like, jump off any I, I better be careful, so I'm slowing down. And he just freaking, like, he has his back to me. He whips around, goes off the thing, like, right in front of me. And I slam on the brakes, and he sort of just hits the side. He hits, like, the handlebar where my hand is. So he, more or less he hit my hand and actually made it hurt a little bit. I'm like, oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, kid. Are you okay? And he goes, yeah, <laughs> I am just like okay he's fine I get away I'm like okay first of all we're the, the the bloody parents not watching their kid that always pisses me off and and doesn't he have any like common sense enough, gee maybe I shouldn't just jump in front where people are walking and doing stuff I know he's a kid I know so that's why the parents should have been there but yeah I almost killed like, him on the
1: sidewalk you're breaking the law
0: yeah I know I was I know technically yeah the bikes aren't supposed to be on the sidewalk but there's no <laughs> There's no place to ride along there on the street. Like there literally is nothing, so I was forced to do that. Um, I thought
2: wow. you were. I thought you were just supposed to drive with ride with traffic then.
1: Yeah, that's what we're supposed to do.
0: Technically, but like on that wow.
2: street, oh. LeSean just breaks laws and causes bike <laughs> and car accidents. <laughs>
0: No. Okay. Uh, the thing is, is that it's actually safer to be on the sidewalk than to be in the street. For not just me, but for everybody else. Because when you're on the street, they got to swerve around you. It's a one-way street. Very dangerous. Very tight. There's cars parked on the street. I made the best choice for society. It's just kids are stupid, and I nearly killed By one. I'm taking
1: out a child. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah That's I- leftist logic right there. <laughs>
0: I was using some mental gymnastics to get around me killing a child, but um, for the record, you're gonna
1: run for you're gonna run for
2: office, and it's get, like the child's gonna come <laughs> out and be like, yeah, he actually ran me over with a bike once. <laughs> well,
1: yeah. see, if you ran as a leftist, you could say you're trying to do like a uh, like a twenty thousandth trimester abortion, and you'd be, <laughs> be hailed. Yeah,
2: no, doing. that that is true. That is true. You could say that you wanted to abort him.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're gonna. <laughs> They're going to pull calves on me, like, and it's going to be unprovable. It's going to be, like, one witness. you, know, you gonna say, I dude on it. the
1: radio. I, yeah.
0: yeah, but nobody's listening to our show. Yeah,
2: Kavanaugh didn't do that.
0: Yeah, but nobody listens to our show. They're not going to know. Um, uh, good point there. What? Kid's
2: listening to it right
0: now. <laughs> He's like, Mommy, that's the man. I'm like, yeah, sure, kid. Uh, gotta use my diversity points against him though, so I'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, we can talk about whatever we want now. We have uh, twenty minutes, fifteen, twenty minutes, so we could either end now, talk about whatever we want, but
1: actually, I, I did have something else. I was, um, I thought about this idea for a while, and I kind of to get flooded by Mikey. Ooh. Seeing as he knows some people within um, Triggered Millennials, he might be able to go and talk about this too. Cool. Go, go ahead. So like, I don't know, I was going to this like uh gun range and like I became a member of it. And I was like, you know, this is kind of cool. But like the problem is, you know, I like to travel a lot and like I might be in a place. Oh, and... we discussed this last year. Oh, uh, did we like, yeah, on yeah, the radio you're, uh,
2: thing where like you become a member of, of like a range and the range is like a coalition and you can travel to a different <laughs> like thing and then go to another range in that coalition, right? Yeah,
0: did
2: we talk about that on the radio? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, oh, well, Sergeant. Well, never mind. Buzzkill. I could do it again. I don't. I mean, I'm okay
1: with you doing it again. but...
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I forgot I did it on
1: the radio. Well, never mind.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, well, thanks, Sergeant Buzzkill. Uh, <laughs> what are we gonna oh, talk sorry. about now? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. Uh, I, you know, we don't have to. We can talk about more interesting. what what's happened in our lives? Anything interesting? I went to the gun range today. Oh, imagine oh, my shock! Awesome. <laughs> How was it?
2: Uh, it was good. Um, I uh, I shot guns. Really?
1: Mm, did you yeah. shoot big guns at
2: targets at paper? Oh really? Um, did you I, use uh, bullets? I wanted to see like the effective range of the shotgun for self defense scenarios and stuff. So.
0: See yeah. what? Well, see, Mikey's like I. I feel like you're the type of like. Doomsday prepper that's going to be prepping and prepping and prepping, and then one of these like scenarios is actually going to happen to you, and you're going to just spend the rest of your life like prove, like showing everybody like, yeah, I told you so.
1: <laughs> yeah, I am. That's not doomsday right. prepping. Like, that's pretty useful because no, no, like no, honestly, no. I wouldn't want to go and like shoot a rifle necessarily in my apartment because like <laughs> it'd probably ever travel and like hit the next apartment ever. So like the shotgun's probably. Yeah. Shotgun is like probably the best thing to use. Like maybe a pistol yeah, I if I know. have like hollow points, but like Oh yeah.
2: Yeah, I know. The shotgun's definitely the best thing. But like I am also a doomsday prepper. See? Like I, um, that's I bought like hundred and fifty pounds of rice because it has like a ten year shelf life.
0: See, that's uh, what I was talking about. Quarter Asian buying rice. Man.
2: <laughs> I've never was... even ate I've, I've never even eaten rice. I just what? like I would I know I would eat it if I'm like in a survival situation, but I've never tried it.
0: Wow, I like rice. It's actually really good. Like, I no, genuinely it's, like it's it. It's pretty bad. What? Okay, rice boy. <laughs> What's your problem with no, rice? No, like
1: it's bland. You have to, it's like tofu except for with less soy. Tofu the, with uh, less soy? Chad tofu. <laughs> You have to like mix it with something for it to taste decent.
0: The Chad tofu is rice because it has less soy. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, but the problem um, is so... like...
0: Oh. What was that, Michael? No, you go. You well, go. The...
1: Well, the problem is people, they eat, like, rice with tofu stuff for, like, all these, like, Chinese dishes. And it's like, you know, you're defeating the whole purpose of rice. Mm. Yeah, it's... I would never eat tofu. I've had it by accident. Like, I was on an Indian buffet and ate, what is this? And I'm like, oh, geez, it, it had soy in there. Now my, you know, it's going to, my, my doohickey is going to shrink.
2: Yeah, you're going to turn more into Sean.
1: <laughs> hey! <laughs> yeah, you have those soyas over know? here. That's... You know, you need to stop eating those. <laughs> like, they'll make you uh, very you beta beta male.
0: I'm not a beta. Well, you, you kind of were. You
1: admit to it every day. No, Josh. I don't. <laughs> You just stop it. Like at least you're drinking real milk instead of like <laughs> lactate or soy milk. But like I mean, he still he still
2: goes two percent rather than whole. But
1: whole milk is for <laughs> like they don't put soy for... in there.
0: No, they just put, oh, they no, just... no, no, no no. Oh, no, no, no. Back it up. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Doesn't the two percent have more fat than whole milk?
1: No. That's 2% fat. That's why they call it 2%. Yeah. Okay. Then 3% is more than 2%. But the, Chad, like I the, don't know.
0: the Chad knows that he can't have too much fat in his life because he's got to have room for muscle.
1: No, you, you can eat can fat. fat. Like, look yeah, at the actually... uh, paleo diet. Look at that, like Jordan Peterson. <laughs> it's, stuff.
2: it's actually easier to turn fat into muscle than to just build muscle out of nothing oh, because you don't do any exercise. <laughs> so, like, your best bet would be to eat fat, John. Just I as long did... as it's healthy fat. As I th- long as it's healthy fat,
0: which milk
1: is. Uh-huh. Hey, I, hey, sir, I do exercise. I run over children with bicycles. That's not, you know, the children are very small, so there's a lot less uh, involvement. Yeah, with it'd be like half a speed bump. Oh, is,
0: okay, <laughs> okay. You gotta
1: start running over fat people with a bicycle. No, don't do that. That was a joke.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't dox us. Don't take we us don't, down. We,
1: yeah. yeah. We do not
0: um, encourage uh, you to run over fat people with bicycles or children. Yeah. But, you know, if you want to, I mean, sure. But I'm kidding. Um, I don't encourage it.
2: But, yeah, I also have uh, – you ever have um, Tactical Bacon? It's bacon Tactical in a can. Bacon. It's, like, 58 pieces per can. This isn't mm. a company, um, so I'm not, like – You're I not to, shilling? No, I'm not, like, advertising But because there's multiple companies. But Tactical Bacon, as an object, mm-hmm. which is, like, 58 pieces of bacon in a can, tastes really not the best, but it's, like, good for zombie apocalypse. Why,
1: why don't you just eat spam yeah. at that point? <laughs> Spam. Like,
2: taste- just tastes better. Just bacon taste. I I mean, I know spam's probably even a better choice. Probably cheaper than the tactical bacon, but I mean,
0: bacon. Oh, yeah, like, you know. Uh, so what, wait, wait. So what do you guys recommend? My dot. My like. If I'm gonna replace soy, soy rios what am I gonna replace them with? That's chocolatey and tastes good.
1: You don't need to eat the chocolate. You just get I rid love of that.
0: chocolate. No, I love chocolate. It's it's great for you.
1: No, it's not. Like, just eat some, like, MMs if you're going to have to have chocolate. at least I don't think that's soy. Well, I don't even mean, know. What? But, like, the... Just eat some, like, carrots or something.
0: Oh, that's not fun. Yeah, jerky.
1: Carrots are great. Carrots are great. Baby carrots?
0: Just
2: eat
1: those. Eat, yeah, eat but... soy free beef jerky. That's actually harder to find than you'd think. But they have it out there. Think... I have some.
0: I don't think soy is my biggest problem, sir. I think there's, uh, like, confidence. Uh, yeah,
2: it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, mean, think, I think we
1: have a height problem too, but they can't fix that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can wear high heels.
1: Yeah, I don't think that <laughs> would help you with that, with that current issue. I,
0: I think. Uh, com- no, I
1: mean,
2: it might, depending on who Sean wants <laughs> yeah. to date.
1: You we're, never we're know. Cowboy. Women
2: could be into anything.
1: Wear cowboy boots. Oh, yeah, those would be cowboy kind of Yeah, odd. do that. You I, know, I mean, no matter no. which way. No, not with his haircut. No, hey, no matter haircut. Who you, that's good if, you know, no matter what you want to attract, cowboy boots. Perfect.
0: We could go on Brokeback Mountain. You don't know what can happen in my place. Um, no, I don't, I don't like actually high heel, like, even like men's shoes. I think that's pretty just, um, i trying to think of a better word than the one I'm thinking of. It's pretty just, no, just don't do it. Marco Rubio did it, but.
2: Well, I mean, it depends. <laughs> like, if it's, if it's like, boots that have high soles, I mean, like, yeah. thick soles so you don't step on a nail and they go through and stab your foot.
0: Yeah, that's fine. That's practical. Hey, my sandals are practical, but all you guys do is make no, fun. No, no, your
2: sandals don't are see, the worst problem. things in the world. <laughs> you your sandals are the reason that you don't have confidence. You, you, need, need, really. you need nice shoes to give you confidence. Like
1: what? Yeah, I don't know. Just wear like some Nike shocks because they Nike? like you want to wear regular Nike? shoes, like those are pretty good. Nike? Tom Kaepernick Nike? Oh, well, they probably have another like non-Nike version of that, but I used to love Nike like shocks. That they was don't, the only one, no, one I really no, no, like. What was that? I know, go with New Balance. I like I like them because they make I... things to <laughs> But my, like, uh, you know, a duck
0: foot. Yeah, I had to wear a new bounce for a while because I have wide feet. And I can't wear Nikes because they're always super thin. I wear, <laughs> I think, Fila's right now. Not the sandals. But the sandals are Keens. They are a well-respected brand with um, functionality. <laughs> Did you get the
2: button?
0: Yeah, I got the button. Uh-oh. Are we, are we, are we still live? Okay. I, I had yeah. dump. Okay. Better be transmitting right now. Let me let me check. Yeah, we're transmitting. Yeah, I, I yep. dropped it. I, Potty I, mouth. Yeah, what? Potty mouth. Yeah, yeah. It didn't happen. Uh see the thing with shoes these sandals are is that they have this like sort of like leather, which is really nice, and so that's you know keeps it nice and it's like a fake leather, but it's it's durable, it's nice and uh, stiff, uh, but still comfortable, and it's got this rubber in the front. The thing is, I have really screwed up toes. If anybody knows what an ingrown toenail is, you know, you're gonna be <laughs> very paranoid by yeah. toes because I had this when I was younger. Uh, you want yeah, you, you, you guys get to learn more screwed up stuff about me. I had these ingrown toenails that. The nail got short and it would uh, go under uh, the skin uh, and it would uh, on the sides and it would grow up into the skin and it would get infected. So they would have to numb me up with needles, remove the skin there and, you know, uh, nip and tuck and butcher me up and remove all that nail. And so my toes would be fine. It would be very, very painful. So I'm very paranoid about my toes. But these sandals have a nice rubber thing that protects them, that has a wide opening that doesn't rub. Because my theory was that my soccer cleats are really tight or causing this. And so I had to wear wide shoes for that. And they're very comfortable. I can hike in them, walk in them. They're comfortable and they breathe. I hate shoes because they don't breathe and they're always hot. But that's why I wear the sandals. It's more function over style. But I would like something that's a bit more stylish. But I don't care how I look. I really don't. Like, I do care because I'm all about, you know, I don't want to look Bad boy, like, I really just don't care. Like, I i don't know. Like, I, I as, as someone who really does care about looks and style and like graphic design, like I do love, where I care about the looks of things, I just don't care about myself. I don't know why.
1: See, that's there's a problem. like, there's like, you
0: want to not- people, no. all right? Who
2: who wants I was to just gonna say, there's like, yeah. <laughs> there's like loose, comfortable shoes that, like, I know you don't want Nike, but there's other brands that make them. They're just loose, comfortable, and they're made of like the mesh that are breathable. Like, there are alternatives for cool. with that fit those circumstances, like that ah. wouldn't press hard on your toes and stuff. Right?
1: Why don't you just go and like get a bunch of like condoms and put them on your toes so they don't rub <laughs> up against the shoe? How? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because practice safe footing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, because I'm going to have those just lying around.
1: Well, they give them away for free at Penn State, so you may as well make use of them. Yeah, I just, the other day, they, like, throw them. I didn't even want them. but they yeah, throw Yes, them you
0: anymore. do, Mikey. Yes, you do.
1: I <laughs> know, uh, I used to go and put them on the guns so that they don't rust.
0: Mikey, did you not want them because you're not going to do the hoo-ha and the hee-ha, or were you just not wanting them because you already had plenty of them? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't um, trust the school's condoms. Uh, like they're they're bad. They're made to make you get abortions. That's why
2: <laughs> they I, I, I wait. till marriage, Sean. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Uh uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you did say you prayed to God, thank him for a lot of things. So I I'll believe you for a second. But uh, yeah. Well, what were, they were the you were getting them when the Willer preacher had protesters They were just like throwing yes. condoms. Yeah, that's what I got. Him. Is he against uh, condom usage or any sort of protection?
1: I don't know his views on that, honestly. He doesn't like it. He's you know trad. Like I remember one time he was talking like lesbians, and he thought that they used their like uh, personal crevices to go and like have secrets in there.
0: Do they do? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not crazy on that one. Uh, no. <laughs> um, I I think he like I think Gary's a bit whack. Because I mean, of course, I everybody full disclosure. Anybody that knows me, I'm an atheist, uh, but I'm still a very straight edge sort of guy. Because I believe it's gonna keep me healthy and successful, basically. Uh, but at the same time, like peeps like these religious people, I think are ridiculous. That say, that have these medieval practices of no. Uh, protection you know it's it's absolutely silly and ridiculous and they ruin a lot of fun and that's why nobody likes them I hate to say it but that's the way it is
1: well I can understand the point because you know if you have a bunch of uh, you know you're gonna end up like getting diseases you're gonna end up like you're gonna like wanting more it's like if you're a kid if you have like a kid and then you like give them like like expensive gifts and then eventually they'll want more expensive gifts it's like you give a mouse a cookie but with you know, <laughs> yeah,
0: <mouse and> <laughs> if you give a kid a condom, if you have a mouse a condom, this is what will happen. he'll probably
1: bite the whole through anyways.
0: Yeah, fabulous. Uh, last words from both of you as we close out our first full two hour transmission. Uh, anything to add? Um, Erica,
2: and uh, drink your coffee black and put your tea in the harbor. <laughs> I hate black Stay coffee. away.
1: Yep, stay away from soying or else you end up like Sean.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not gonna, for anybody that's curious. Like I love when they beat up on me. Like that's a very guy thing to do. Very. Um, yeah. Like very, we we have are you a, saying
2: men and women are different.
0: Uh yeah I know it's a very bigoted sexist viewpoint but yeah men and women are not the same. Uh but They're yeah very. Yeah, we, it's a very, this show is a very guyish humor. I mean, if you're not down for that, like, turn the station. Don't boycott us. But if you do boycott us, make it interesting, make it funny so I can interview you and, we, and make fun of you. But other than that, uh, you know, you're going to get more of this next week on Real News and other transmissions. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more Real News.